This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hold up. Hour two on the block on your Monday. Welcome to it. I'm Austin Norman, joined by the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA veteran, and purveyor of Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul, Eric Strickland. So! I love it. Charles, what up, man? Uh, I think I may be going to a Big Ten tournament, Austin, and uh, cheering the Huskers on a little bit, and... Uh, Otherwise, I'd be at Mary Ellen's on Wednesday. When they open up, they open up on Wednesday, and I think I might shoot out of town. Are you going to be back in time to call any state tournament? Um, if I do go out there, I'm, I'm sticking to my two-game plan. I don't care if they went to the finals. <laughs> I think, uh, again, like I say, Chicago's not the favorite destination. It's still kind of cold up there a little mm-hmm. bit. So uh, I would want to be in the arena and out of the arena and back for arena Friday hotel. And arena hotel. Arena hotel. Back until Friday, mm. and uh, Friday then I'll look to go down and watch some high school uh, f- semis and mm-hmm. finals on Saturday. Should have some good action in store for you. Of course, you can catch that right here on ninety three seven. The ticket starting on Wednesday. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later in the week. Uh, but for now, Strick, we do turn our eyes to the NBA. Another disappointing incident with John Morant, who a couple mm. weeks ago, it feels like a couple weeks ago, was accused of you know punching a teen in the head uh, at, at John Morant's house. Apparently a teen threw a basketball at Morant after he'd been asked to uh, play some pickup. Morant took exception to that and apparently punched this kid about a dozen times, according to the police report. Has a lawsuit. Has a lawsuit. That's yeah. not good. Over the weekend, then, uh, John Morant posts a video from a night I'm not laughing, but I'm like... <laughs> You're laughing because it's dumb. Why do we have to do this? Yeah, posts a, a video from a, a club in Denver, the Denver area, and he's holding a gun in it. At 5 a.m. At 5 in the morning. After you just took an owl. After you just took an owl. That's the culture of the day. Not a good look not a good for look. the Grizzlies. Not a good look for John ja Morant. Uh, you know, with these two incidents coming out very rapidly after one another. And let's start with a an individual view, a, a, little, a smaller picture view. For John ja Morant, I don't know if he clearly understands the stakes of his career and what he means to Memphis, to that team, to that city, because... If he did, you would think he wouldn't be doing what he's doing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, I've been fortunate to be and to be around all elements of life. I've had the opportunity to live in near and in the projects. I've had the opportunity to live a very middle class, uh, mid-middle class to mid-lower through my father's experience as an officer in the Air Force. Um, And I've had the very good fortune of playing professional baseball that helped me throughout college monetarily. Um, And to play at the highest level 
of the pinnacle of of my career in the NBA. So I've got to see it on all that all levels. And as as you progress up that ladder and that ascension, it's as Biggie, and I say Biggie, the notorious B.I.G. R.I.P. Biggie said, "More money, more problems." But also, I've also watched the John Gotti's. I've watched the, the uh, you know, the El Chapo's and the biggest, the biggest gangsters out there, uh, f- you know, and, and watching a lot of them, not all of them, but the, the word in the culture of the street is gangsters move in silence. So if you're a gangster, you don't walk around it's the same as being super wealthy if you've got money you don't have to spread money on your instagram and have all these you don't have to because people already everybody, know. like you you see warren buffett driving probably still an oldsmobile <laughs> and would walk in and you would never know who he is if you didn't know who he is so i've never seen a guy that is on the verge of a $200 million contract. The guys at this looking to go back into the hood because some of the, some of the biggest gangsters in the league right now, you, and I'm talking about DeMar DeRozan. Mm -hmm. Um, um, What's his name? Jajante Murray. Mm -hmm. Those guys lived that. They, they, they had all the smoke Mm -hmm. and you don't hear them. Looking at them, you know, living and wanting to be in the gang life, right? So that's the part that I think is most interesting. But as you move up and ascend, you have to be able to take responsibilities. And here's why. In my generation, in my time, if you're watching a stream, we didn't have this. So I, I knew that I could go out and enjoy a night and have a good time and somebody might say, man, I saw Strick at the, and I could be like, nah, you didn't see me. And you could probably get away with it. If you didn't have Polaroid pictures, <laughs> which, and you, you you could get away with it. And they right? still might look kind of fuzzy even if you do have pictures. The crazy thing about this one, Austin, is that he did it on his own Instagram. Like, there wasn't somebody in there. When you caught, remember when they had um, um, uh, football, um, tight end to, Tom Brady. Uh, Gronk. Gronk. Remember when they caught Gronk? Mm-hmm. Um, he was just living it up and wilding out. Somebody caught Gronk. When they caught James Hunt, uh, uh, James Harden Hardy. making it rain, uh-huh. somebody. But you. Bruce Williams in Atlanta. You, you understand? Somebody snapped that on their Snapchat, Instagram, they whatever. But you went on your own Instagram live and blot out showed the world and the internet is undefeated it is always gonna be there now here's the case here's here's the issue that comes with it section nine in the cba firearms and other weapons whenever a player is physically present at a facility or a venue owned operated or being used by the team the nba or the nba um the league related entity and whenever a player is traveling on any NBA-related business, whether on behalf of the team, the NBA, or league-related entity, such players shall not, not maybe, not probably, shall not, 
possess a firearm of any kind, any other deadly weapon or any other deadly weapon for the purposes of foregoing a facility. Right. That right there puts John Morant in trouble and at risk. And it can be long suspension because if you go back and look at Gilbert Arena's situation, right. you missed the rest of the year. This is coming down to peak. The West has gotten stronger and, and more difficult. You could affect potentially your team for the rest of the season by that move. So that's the scary thing that I feel that's probably – they're going to come down probably hard on him, especially when you're looking at the entities, the Nike, the Gatorade, all the other outside things that he just was able to land, another a shoe deal. Um, they're going to probably have to come down hard on him. Better now, better this situation, better than it being worse where he you know got confronted and had to pull it. You know, mm-hmm. better it happened and he's able to kind of address it and deal with it and hopefully change it and make the adjustments now. No one got hurt by the gun no. in this case, and that's best case scenario. It did, Like you said, it didn't come down to him pulling it out on someone and using it. It, yeah. it was stupid. Well, it now was reckless. It raises the bar, though, it on the does. other stuff. That's the mm-hmm. that's the crazy thing. You Those, those investigations were kind of starting to kind of subside. Maybe there were some questions. Maybe it wasn't to the extent, but now... You raised the bar. A judge now can look at that situation totally different than had they. That's why I'm like, oh, man, that's just trouble. Go ahead. And again, he did it to himself. Yeah. It wasn't someone else snapping it. He put that on Instagram Live himself. To your point about, you know, better now than after something worse happened, that's where I want to take this conversation next. Because if you look at the Grizzlies roster, not a single player on it, Strick, is over 30 years old. Mm-hmm. The oldest player on that roster is Steven Adams, who's 29. Seems like a good dude. Seems like he has his head, head screwed on straight. He's, like, he's, their, he's like their Oakley. He is, but yeah. he's a role guy. Yeah. Um, Dylan Brooks is the next oldest guy on that roster. He's 27 and has his own reputation. And he's perpetrated. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, you have a few 26-year-olds in Tyus Jones and Luke Kennard, who are my boys, my Duke boys. Um, but again, not stars, not role guys that are going to be able to you know connect yeah. with John Morant in that way, potentially. Right. Just how important is it for a young superstar like John Morant is on the basketball court to have veteran leadership on a team? Well, it it does. It makes it makes a lot of um, difference. Like I was blessed to be able to have a Derek Harper Mm. who was a longtime seasoned vet because Jason Kidd, you know, we were the same age, Jason. So. Uh, I'm at Jason Kidd. I'm trying to, you know, earn a job. So me and him about to come to blows. So watching Derek Harper and having him to kind of, you know, you know, look after me, show me the rope, show me what it means. That's changed. You don't have that these days. You know what I mean? Um, these it's these to young find guys it. come in um, with that, you know, heir apparent type of mode with them. And there's no one really to check that now. Whereas, for example, let me give you an example. A uh, longtime Husker would have, I think if we would have had this Husker, we probably would have been that much better. His name is Tony Farmer. Mm. Um, rumor has it, this is alleged, that Tony was good enough and worked his butt off to make that Laker team that when they drafted him. Or he either drafted or second round or free agent. When they drafted Tony Farmer, had the opportunity to do that. Guess who was on that team? 
Magic Johnson. That type of leader, right? Mm-hmm. Magic Johnson and that crew loved Tony and what he could bring and, you know, stroke it, run. It was showtime. He fit mm-hmm. the mold. But bumping gums. Yeah, that's the word. Now, I don't know. Tony may have a different story about it, but this is what came down. Because I, I asked, I was like, yo, man, what happened to Tony? Just running mouth, you know, coming in the locker room like you that. Magic Johnson says, got to go. I like him, but, yeah, he got to go. That's a check type of situation, right? Mm-hmm. There's no one really, like you said, Doing that on that team – that can do that. So then you turn to the next level. You hope his dad. But here's the problem, the dynamic with that. $200 million, just bought you a house and, you know, mom. Mm-hmm. You, so you kind of subside because that's a decision-making type of boss move. Well, and we know what that relationship has been like between John Morant yeah. and his dad. John Morant has called his dad his biggest hater. Oh. A lot of what John Morant does is despite his dad. <laughs> oh, so there you go. So so you have that dynamic, right? So so you dad can't check that. So then you got to turn to boys. Now, there's been discussion that boys have, you probably have a couple of, but what can they say? Right? And so a lot of them will the subside. And they've been with you, so some of them subside because this is gravy train. Right. We don't we don't we don't bite the hand that feeds us, mm-hmm. right? So then if you cuz because if you're a true friend, like Cluster Johnson, my boy, he can say anything to me. And I, I you know what, man? I, I, gotta, I hear you. I may not go with it, but I hear you. I can respect you. Thank you for telling me you're a friend. He may not like what I say, but at the same time, who is that in his camp? Right. And I don't know if there's anybody that's willing to risk hierarchy positioning within the gravy train. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that leaves you no one. So then you've you've had your Jalen Rose types, you've had your Shannon Sharp types, you've had these others trying to, but there's no one close enough because he's like mm, whatever, mm-hmm. right? We have what they call Samson syndrome. We talked about that before. Mm-hmm. A lot of young players have Samson syndrome, and that's I can get into any situation, I can get out because I'm impenetrable. And that's the thing that I'm hoping happened now that would check the behavior before he gets to the big money and totally trick it off. Mm-hmm. That's where we at. From the league's perspective, obviously what John Morant did is at the very least in a gray area with the CBA, probably broke a rule. Seems like you broke a rule. Yeah, so you don't want- I, it, it's it, it's it's kind of, and here's why. You're right, but the reason why I think it's locked in stock is because there's no other way you could have got that there. Mm-hmm. You're on a road trip, right? Doing so, it's not like you're at home. So, but go ahead. I mean, unless you had someone in Denver that brought it that to you, which would still be weird and bizarre. That part. But here's the thing: even if it's not you know, technically illegal against Colorado state law. No. It looks like it's in violation of the CBA. That part. And that's a problem. And what the NBA has done, you know, the whole Allen Iverson dress code stuff, not good in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, how they confronted the perception about them. This is different. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is a different era. It's a different time. The NBA needs to learn from its mistakes and not, you know, go all Allen Iverson on it, shut everything down. But there's a line between personality 
of a guy and he's doing something stupid, we can't have this be what people think of of our league. John Morant could be a face of the NBA. He that's has the, the talent. Part. He has the ability. But here's the thing. Who Strick, is if, it? If I, that's where I'm getting to. Come on, come on. If I'm the NBA, I'm not, after these two incidents, going to market John Morant over Giannis. No. I'm not going to market John Morant over Jokic, mm-hmm. over Tatum, over Doncic, Doncic over yeah. Spida Mitchell, yeah. over Anthony Edwards, over Zion Williamson. There are so many guys now that jump jaw in that pecking order from the league standpoint, yeah. even if they're not better players, even if they're not you know as valuable to their team as John Morant is, they've leaped ahead of him in terms of you know standing in the league's favor in terms of marketability because of two really dumb, easily avoidable incidents from John Morant. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The pecking order has just shifted, and – they're looking to give it away. So my thing the ratings is, are down. They need someone they to carry that torch. They need someone. And so I'm I'm like, are you stop gapping, hoping that Wimbenyama becomes that? Right. You thought maybe Chet Holmgren was gonna be that that unicorn type. Injury, nothing. You thought Zion Williamson, injuries, mm-hmm. nothing. None of them that you just you just spoke of are in what type of market? Big market. None of them. So now you're trying to take some of the best of what you have and trying to exert them into that type of status, and none of them are in big market teams. And so, so here's here's what's gonna here's what's gonna happen. Watch for Wimbenyamba to end up. Even though it's not gonna look, it look like it may go to a Houston. It look like it may go to Orlando types. It, it look like it may be. But watch something happen crazy that puts him into a big market town because you're gonna need something with the way that the things are going I don't think Adam Silver has done a great job like David Stern Stern did Mm -hmm. you say what you will about David Stern get on his back say that he was you know the 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 Hitler of basketball or whatever you want to say but he handled business and I I, 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 I want to see how Adam Silver handles this situation. Because right now, you're at a turning point. You need a face of the league. You do. I mean, Badly. I know LeBron's still in it, but he's on the downslope of his career. No one else has risen to that level. And here's the thing. Again, that's why they're generational. That's yeah. why they're you know, once-in-a-generation type of players. You're not guaranteed to find the next one, but the NBA needs to. Plain and simple, it needs to. You can have a lot of you know good young superstars – Luka isn't as marketable as LeBron. Not right now. Could be. Hasn't grown into it yet. Jason Tatum, not. No. Giannis, like you said, small market. Uh, Jokic is getting bad. And Giannis don't even want it because he still kind of struggles Mm English-wise. So he, you know, go ahead. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, Jokic is getting bashed on people. I mean, his his analytics numbers are awesome. Off the chain. People are finding ways to to discount Mm -hmm. him. Zion Williamson. Always hurt. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is probably a tier two below. Steph Curry on his way out of the league. Uh, I mean, not anytime soon, but on the downslope of his, his popularity, I would say. The NBA needs someone with John Morant's talent, with the way he can connect with people of all sorts of different... He, and he's smart. Right. Which is what, again, <laughs> makes us so confounding. This was crazy about this, right? The league, it's, it's not just important for the individual's sake to have a good circle around him. But if I'm the NBA, if I'm the league, the league offices, it's in my best interest that all of these young superstars have people around them that we know we can trust and depend on because they make those people better, which in turn makes our product better. 
And listen, you have to nip this one in the bud. Mm-hmm. You've already escaped the Crittenton and the uh, the situation with um, um, Agent Double A uh, Agent Arenas. Arenas. You've already escaped that one. You've got to nip this in the bud. There's probably going to be symposiums now done on how you handle yourself on your Instagram because there was also other Instagrams where uh, people were putting lean. Your, your boy that just got into trouble um, um, out in Carolina, um, he, he's, he reminds me of Anthony Edwards, but he, he lost his contract because of a physical altercation with a, with a female. Um, Why am I blanking? Sauter Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. My mind wants to say Anthony Edwards, but it's not him. He he was he was rolling with uh, Lamelo, lost his contract um, because of oh uh, Bridges Bridges Miles Bridges. He had he had lean uh, and drug paraphernalia on his. I mean, it's like, bro, like, what's going on? So they need to have some 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 uh, Instagram, some social media training in their symposiums that they do. Um, because this is out of hand. I mean, you guys are doing this <laughs> to yourselves. You know, nobody's snapping these on you. Whether or not these players should be doing this stuff, anyways, at the very least, it can't be happening in public. That part, because it's it's, it's as you said, perception becomes reality. reality to people. If it's one, it can become more than one. If it's that, it becomes it can become conference wide. It can become team wide. It can become. Area wide for everybody from down to Florida up to North uh, to DC could be involved. <laughs> like it, it can it can expand. It becomes a reality for people in the perception. You don't want to become that because here's why. Also, the NFL had a similar situation mm-hmm. with Vegas players mm-hmm. on, and they came down on them and they got out. You may escape that, but David, I mean not David, Adam Silver, Adam Silver. Dies on you, bro. What type of league do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Ratings are already down. You're coming up on a CBA uh, uh, negotiation with networks. Mm-hmm. Who's going to want that if you don't come down on this now? So there's that's what a lot of stuff is going to be in the balance right now. It, so much of it is on John Rant, the individual, but it means so much more for so many people outside of him. And that's why the story matters. Yeah. Because this is right now a perception problem facing well, one of the three biggest professional leagues in the world you got to find a way to to clean it up take care of it make sure everyone's on the same page for the good of everyone in the league you can't have a couple people making you know rash young immature decisions and that being that for the tv money because then no one's going to be happy so take a small short-term loss or a pr hit to some people again do the right thing find a way to get everyone on the same page because long term it's going to work out better yeah absolutely awesome well said and it's a discussion that's not going to go away. Um, it's something that needs to be addressed. I mean, right now, it's possible it could be up to 50 games. It's right now, it's it's escalated to indefinite. So, yeah. you know, that could be the rest of the season. And how much that can hurt your team, only you're, only you, you're letting them down at this point. And it was you and the action that that ended up happening. I don't judge anyone because I say it all the time. I tell people all the time. Also, I know we got to get to a break, but I tell people all the time, it ain't that I didn't do anything. It's just that I didn't get caught. It, it wasn't that I didn't wild out. 
<laughs> we all do at times. I, I I was telling a quick story um, just recently uh, when I was with the Boston Celtics. We were we we ended up with the second best record in the East that year when everybody thought we'd be at the bottom. Um, we had a back to back game. We played in Atlanta. We went out to eat. We beat Atlanta. We're going down to play Miami. Antoine Walker says we got three limos. Uh, we'll meet as soon as we get land, put our bags in. We went down. We went out to a spot. I think it was called Beds. Had some, some you know, few drinks, chill. And we went to some spot. And we went in there at about 2 in the morning. And the next thing I know, we didn't walk out till the sun came up. Woo. I'm, I'm, and people were still outside trying to get in. But we, but you know what happened? We beat the brakes off Miami. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we knew that we had to come and bring it. You know, we knew that. But see, here's the problem. So what's been happening? You look at Jaws' numbers. Second half numbers go ew, 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 ew. two for ten in the fourth quarter. So, bro, you can't handle that. We were able to handle it because we were veterans. You know what I'm saying? We knew what our limitations were, but I guarantee we didn't go out there next night. Right. We went home, went to sleep, made sure we got great. Mm-hmm. You know, because we you knew the balance of that. But that, that's it. I just wanted to talk about that. There's a difference in it in the way that you had Because, look, paparazzi could have snapped us up. It wasn't like that back then. Mm-hmm. Boston Celtics coming out of the club 6 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of stuff that goes on now. TMZ type stuff going on now. That's the stuff they got to be careful with because it's everywhere. The microscope, mm-hmm. the spotlight is ever present more than it ever was in the time that I played. And you don't know where these people are going to be hiding. You <laughs> don't know when you're going to see them. So yeah. better and, safe than sorry. And, and they know time you. Time and place. And, and, and they know you. And it's as simple as just you ain't even got to be looking. You could be faking like you ain't doing nothing, and the next thing you know, you all on candid camera. That's what's crazy about it. You never know. We will uh, certainly keep our eye on that. We do turn our attention, though, to Husker football recruiting with Brian Munson of Husker Online. He joins us next.